Welcome to Insider Insights Podcast, a place where we dissect everything social media. I am Maria, marketing expert at Social Insider and a longtime fan of everything social. Every month, I'll talk to social media professionals who work in freelance, in-house for a company, or in an agency environment to get the best of all worlds. So grab your coffee and let's jump right in. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Insider Insights. Um, let's start this episode with a question. Are you using Pinterest? Because if your answer is yes, this episode is a must. Pinterest is a social media platform in which users explore, share, and store visual content they find inspiring, helpful, or entertaining. And with over 250 million people on Pinterest, why wouldn't marketers want to be on the platform? To find out more about this platform, I invited Lizzie McGregor, a former journalist turned marketer currently working at Pinterest as the content marketing manager. She was born in the USA, grew up in Ireland, and have since moved back and forth between both countries. But I'm going to let her tell you more about her journey. So hello, Lizzie. Thank you so much for accepting my invitation. Hello, hello, and thank you for having me. That was a lovely introduction. <laughs> so um, let's start this podcast with uh, your story. Please uh, tell us how did you start your career? Yeah, sure. Um, I haven't taken uh, what you would say is a traditional path to get to where I am today. My background, like you mentioned, is in journalism, and I spent about 10 years working as a journalist. So first as a business reporter for a newspaper here in Ireland, followed by a move to New York, where I worked at a few different consumer magazines before I found my feet in the B2B world. And I never left the B2B world. Um, at the time, that allowed me to combine my business writing experience with my fashion writing experience, first in print and then online. And then I made the move into marketing when I moved back to Ireland in 2017. Um, at the time, in 2017, there weren't a lot of job openings in the industry and marketing was something that had always interested me. Plus, I knew a lot of people who had made a similar career change. So I wanted to explore my options, try it out, see if I liked it, see if I was good at it. And luckily, I think I am. So that's why I'm still doing it today. Um, I briefly worked as a content marketer for an Irish startup in the e-commerce world. And then I worked as a content editor at a B2B agency called Atomic, where my clients included Salesforce, Intel, Booking.com, LinkedIn, Primark, a whole other load of big clients. Um, and I've been at Pinterest now for a year and a half where I sit on the business marketing team as the content marketing manager for EMEA. Great. So um, working at Pinterest, what does your day-to-day -day schedule look like? So not to be a giant cliche about it, but no two days are the same. I'm sure you hear that all the time from everyone you interview, but honestly, it's so true. Uh, as a content marketing manager, I could be working on anything from a blog post for the business site to writing copy for an ad campaign to interviewing a client for a case study, to designing assets for social posts. Plus, because my role uh, spans across EMEA, I could be creating original content for my markets. My main markets would be the UK, France, Germany, but also Spain, Italy, any other um, European markets, really. 
or it could be localizing content that's been created by our global team who are based in San Francisco. So it really varies and it involves a lot of cross-functional collaboration with people, not just in marketing, but also sales, product, brand, design, you name it, just to make sure that our strategies and our plans are all aligned and that we're all working towards the same goal. Understand. So um, I have to admit that Pinterest is kind of a mystery for me. Okay. <laughs> uh, and um, I, I can't wait to learn more. So my next question is as a business, how can a business use Pinterest as a marketing tactic uh, to help improve brand awareness or conversations? So what's great about Pinterest is that it's very different to what I would say other social platforms are. Um, we say Pinterest is the home of inspiration. And I know earlier in the, in, the, in the call, you mentioned how many users we have. We actually have a lot more users than that now. Um, thankful, thanks to like, unfortunately the pandemic happened, but a silver lining for our company is that our user base just exploded so we now actually have over 450 million people coming to Pinterest every month to focus on themselves to find new ideas to be inspired to build a life they love and that's what that's where we're different from from social media platforms like Twitter Instagram TikTok basically because Pinterest is for picturing your life not liking other people's pictures and for that reason we actually refer to it as personal media not social media and that's where, that's kind of our key differentiator and why brands or businesses should be on Pinterest because when people come to Pinterest, they're just in a very different mindset than they are when they're scrolling on Twitter or Instagram. You know, they come to Pinterest with looking for ideas, looking for inspiration, whether that's for a new project, um, something new they want to do, a new recipe they want to cook, a new outfit they want to buy, a new like home improvement project they're thinking about taking on. They come to Pinterest looking for ideas and inspiration. And because that's their mindset when they get to the platform, it means that they're ready to take action. So if you're, say, for instance, if someone comes to the platform and they're like, I want to remodel my house starting with my bathroom they might come to Pinterest to create a mood board for full of ideas for what that their dream bathroom might look like if you are a home goods retailer you know you sell tiles or you sell bathroom fittings or you sell soft furnishings or anything like that it's a great place for you to put your stuff front and center because the people that you want to reach are coming to the platform specifically looking for the kind of things that you're selling. So it's kind of like a win-win for, for both. So um, first of all, if, you, if you're that kind of a business and you have your goods readily available to be seen and used as inspiration on, on Pinterest, it makes sense that your ads are also going to help to inspire some of those purchase decisions that the, the pinners, we call our users pinners, um, purchase decisions that they want to make so um yeah and and on pinterest our pins are based our our ads are basically content as well so they don't look any different to um the rest the rest of the pins and and like i said it's not like say if you're on 
Instagram and you're scrolling and you're interrupted by an ad, you skip it. You know, you're like, you're not in the headspace where you want to be marketed to. But when you're on Pinterest, you probably are. Great. I, I didn't know that the ads on Pinterest are, are actually looking the same as the post. Yeah, yeah, they are, which is which is a good thing. Um, they don't. Uh, we we have a great creative strategy team here at Pinterest that work very closely with with our clients on um, creating beautiful pins, beautiful ads, whether they're static ads, videos. We now have um, idea pins. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff you can do on Pinterest. Great. So now, let's say I um, I have an account. And um, I want to promote my work as a social media people or as a, as a marketer. How can I build a community on Pinterest around my brand? Pinterest is different to social media platforms. People don't come to Pinterest to fend off FOMO or to doom scroll. They come here to try new things, to save new ideas. And often they come here to make their next purchase. They also come to Pinterest to feel positive. In fact, nearly half of all UK pinners describe Pinterest as an online oasis. And they're looking for authentic connections with creators and brands they can trust. I would say this presents brands with the perfect opportunity to um, connect with an active community that values and engages with their content. And um, my top two tips for building a community on Pinterest are uh, one, create fresh content weekly, because the more you create, the more chances you'll have to get discovered. And two, use the latest Pinterest search trends to inform your strategy. So let's continue with um, what skills do you need to develop for this career path? Because I'm sure that there are a lot of people listening to us and maybe one day they want to become a content marketing uh, manager or they, are, or they already are one, but uh, they want to improve their skills. Mm -hmm. Well, speaking for myself, like I said, I don't come from a traditional marketing background, but um, the skills that I honed as a journalist and editor have definitely been invaluable to me at Pinterest. So things like writing, obviously, but then also storytelling, editing, research and data analysis, planning, project management, all that stuff. Um, when you're working in the media, particularly in a digital environment, you're always up against super tight deadlines and stories can change at the 11th hour. So you have to be super flexible and able to adapt quickly while ensuring the quality of your work doesn't suffer. And marketing is exactly the same, especially when you're working in a, such a big company as I am here at Pinterest, things change overnight. Um, a lot of uh, big decisions are made, like I said, in our HQ in San Francisco. And obviously there's a big time difference between that office and our offices in Europe. So sometimes we can go to bed at night thinking, you know, that a campaign is going to be taking a, a particular narrative or an angle or, um, or a call to action or something like that. And then we get up in the morning and, and we can find that everything has changed literally overnight. So we have to pivot really quickly because, you know, especially when it's um, say an ad campaign, you might already have booked and paid for that ad space in a trade publication or um, you might have booked a contractor to create a 
a video ad for you to run on a different platform or something like that. So there's a lot of moving pieces all the time and you have to be able to juggle all those pieces and make sure that nothing slips through the cracks, um, be it for you, whatever your responsibility is in, in like the bigger picture for that campaign, or just making sure that everyone around you is aware of what they need to be doing when. Um, yeah, so basically I think, I think a huge, a big skill is just being able to um, adapt and uh, pivot, be flexible. Um, yeah, that, that's what I think would be a big, a big skill. And, and I think that that's, it's something that I, that I definitely learned and got better at as a journalist and, and have grown a lot more since, since I moved into marketing and especially since I joined Pinterest. Yeah, I understand. You, you mentioned something about campaigns. Uh, mm -hmm. Can you share with us the followings of one successful campaign you did at Pinterest? Yeah. Um, any content. Um, yeah, so... And my team at Pinterest, the business marketing team, we're big believers in turning everything into a campaign. So if we're working on a blog post about, say, it's, I don't know, Christmas shopping trends, for instance, we'll build a mini campaign around that that includes our owned and paid channels and internal comms. So we ensure that that one piece of content gets promoted across all, all of our channels to make sure we're getting as many eyes on it as possible. So, you know, a blog post won't just sit on our, our website and be forgotten about. It'll be pushed on email, on social, both paid and organic. We'll make sure that people, employees within the company will like share it out with their clients, their contacts. Um, sometimes we, we, we get press from, from certain blog posts that we write. Um, things like that. Basically, we, we, we sweat the assets. Um, and obviously, then we also run bigger campaigns, both globally and locally. So one campaign we're running right now across the UK is around a huge piece of audience research we did earlier this year called Inspiration Nation. Um, we did a deep dive into our UK audience. Um, we started it back in, I think, November, and we ran it until March. Um, we got a lot of amazing insight into the types of people that use Pinterest in the UK um, and we've really blown it up so it's it's an ongoing campaign and I can't share any results obviously but we launched it in June during a webinar that we did with Campaign Magazine in the UK and then um, we followed that up with uh, we, we launched um, basically a dedicated content hub on our business site And that's where we've housed all the research. And it's, um, you know, there's there's blog posts, there's um, video content, there's images that we got. Um, the people that we interviewed uh, took photos of themselves using um, disposable cameras that we had supplied them with. So it really added a nice, um, it just added, made, made it a lot more personal because sometimes when you run audience research, you um you know it's kind of like persona persona research can seem really impersonal sometimes like you know you're you're making up this idea of a person who you think uses your product so when we did this research it was really nice to actually get to know the people that are using pinterest in the uk um and with those photos really brought that to life in a way we also have um a white paper we have infographics we have with tons of content that we got out of this Um, so, and that's all housed in our business site 
on our business site in a, that dedicated hub. We've also had an organic social campaign running since July 1st. Um, we've also, we're also running a paid social campaign on LinkedIn and Twitter. Um, the videos are, are um, going to be going on um, Instagram soon, um, just organically, not, not paid, um, both in feed and um, as Instagram stories. So we're really pushing this, this one piece of content that we've created um, across everywhere, everywhere, every channel we can, we can get it on. Um, we have a partnership coming up as well um, with, with a consumer newspaper in the UK. I'm not sure if I can say the name or not, but it, it will be launching um, in September. Um, so this is like a B2B piece of content, but we've also managed to adapt it to be um, to applicable to everyone. So it's, it's kind of rather than B2B, it's now B2E, like business to everyone. So it'll be interesting to see how it resonates with um, people who aren't decision makers in, in brands and agencies who we've been trying to reach with this content. Great, because one of my next questions was how is using Pinterest other social media platforms to promote? Yeah, so we um, we obviously do, you know, we obviously, you know, competitor platforms, you'd rather not use them, but it's unavoidable when the people that you're trying to reach are on certain platforms and you know, there's only so much you can do when it comes to email or direct marketing and things like that. You're constantly kind of fishing in the same pool. So you really want to, when you want to increase your reach, you have to go to where the people that you want to reach are. And um, for for us, for, for me, for on the business marketing team, the audience that we want to reach are mainly on LinkedIn, um, but also on Twitter. So that's that's where we're when it comes to social that's that's where we focus our time and our energy yeah because actually i think as a business it's important to know where your audience is so you can create content for those platforms but i don't know if you're pinterest you have to publish on other platforms as well mm-hmm. now um how do you manage to keep the online community engaged because I know that on Instagram, Pinterest is publishing a lot of content and there are people actually commenting, sharing those posts. How do you manage to keep, uh, to keep the community engaged? So we use Instagram as a marketing platform predominantly on our pinner and creator side. So I actually don't um, work on it. I don't use Instagram for, for my work. Um, it's mostly LinkedIn and Twitter. Um, but like any, like any content marketing we put out into the world, I want to be sure that we're offering something of value to the audience that we're trying to reach. And that audience on the business side isn't on Instagram for work. So that's why we focus our time and energy on LinkedIn and Twitter. Um, business marketing on social media can be tricky because we want to reach those decision makers in brands and agencies, but we don't want every tweet or every LinkedIn post to sound like a sales pitch. And at Pinterest, we have a treasure trove of year-round consumer trends data and therefore an opportunity to educate those decision makers about our key audiences and their search behavior. 
because on Pinterest, brands don't just get an audience looking for things to buy, but a positive environment that drives people through the purchase funnel. So we always put our trends and insights front and center on Twitter and LinkedIn to engage those decision makers and engage the community that we already have built on there and show them that the people they want to reach are on Pinterest and help and how we can help them to reach them basically so trends and insights are they form a huge part of my social strategy i understand so what's the most important lesson you've learned through your career Ooh, that's it that's actually a tricky one it's a hard question to answer because i honestly feel like i learn a huge lesson every single day especially like i said coming from a non-traditional background and in, into marketing i'm always learning um and i think that's a good thing i don't think we should ever stop learning i think every day should be a school day um so instead of sharing a lesson in particular i'm going to share something i think is important to always keep in mind Um, it's a line from a book I read recently called Untamed by Glennon Doyle. And the line is simply, we can do hard things. She repeats it like several times throughout the book and it really resonates with me. And I think it's an important reminder for anyone who's struggling with something at work, whether it's advocating for yourself or giving a coworker some constructive criticism or accepting constructive criticism yourself from a coworker or taking on a lead role in a big project we can do hard things it might be hard it might seem like a massive challenge that you can't overcome or self overcoming but you can do it and when you'll get out the other side you'll you'll be like okay cool i did it i learned i learned something along the way what's next oh this is so nice um and lindy my last question for you is if you could teach me three pinterest marketing strategies what would you teach me vaguely touched on two already and one of them you actually said as well yourself so i'm just going to be repeating what you said but the three things would be <laughs> one would be don't work in a silo coming up with ideas and topics all by yourself writing content all by yourself promoting that content all by yourself it can be extremely time consuming for one person not to mention a little bit lonely um so cross functional collaboration i think is key it keeps you aligned with what other people in the business are doing and it makes your content overall the second thing i think is important um be sweating the assets so you should always gain aim to get as much use out of what you already have as possible think about the amount of time and effort that goes into putting on a virtual event or a webinar get out the people that you need to interview lined up things like that all that content can and should be repurposed across all your channels no one piece of content you create should just live by itself and and not be you know milked for all it's worth basically just so sweat the assets as much as you can and then three know your audience so we already said this and it sounds really basic but with all the platforms and new innovations coming out all the time it's easy to forget that the trying to reach might not be on Instagram they might not be on TikTok especially if you're in the B2B space like me um and you're trying to reach decision makers in the advertising world It might be super fun to come up with a great idea for a content campaign on TikTok, but if your audience isn't there, there's no point. That's my last lesson. 
Yeah, I, I love your last lesson because I think, I, from my perspective, I think this is the most important thing. If a brand is spending, I don't know, hours preparing content for a platform and the audience is not there, you're just wasting your time. Exactly. And it can be really disheartening too when you look at the numbers because, you know, our job isn't just creating content. It's you also have to measure the success of the content that you're creating. You need to show value that you're, that you, what you're, the work that you're doing is creating value, energy, and sometimes money, um, creating something really great. And then it just, you, and say you promote it on a platform where the audience you're trying to reach just isn't looking for that type of content. And then you see the numbers and they're really low and then it can be really disheartening and you can feel like you're not doing a good job, but it's not that you're not doing, it's not that the work you're creating isn't good. You're just not promoting it on the right channels in the right way. Exactly. Uh, Lindsay, thank you so much for your time and for uh, the insights you shared with us. It was uh, great talking to you. Great. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed our chat. Mm -hmm.